it's like as good as it may taste, which I don't know. I've never had it. Um, it's it's, it's so it's so dry. Every one of them, no matter what anybody tells you, all yeah. wines are so dry, and it's just if if you have it, you're just gonna want something else to drink, and then you just get more wine because that's all yeah. you have in the house. And then so well, yeah, you just because I'm reading. Yeah, because it's like you don't want to have to turn a faucet on. No, because you're reading like that noise. Yeah. It's going to throw off your your mental rhythm <laughs> that you got going. It's, it's going to throw off the vibe. Yeah, it's going to throw, throw off the, the vibe thing. because if you're reading what one character's saying and you were reading it just like Margaret, I can't believe what's happened to you. You used to be so much nicer way back when you were my teacher. But then like you turn the faucet on and then all of a sudden it's like, Margaret. <laughs> so much nicer back when you were my teacher what are you doing now you're all wet now you're and then you get the pages wet and then try to turn the page and you're tearing pages out you're just ripping so like parts of the plot are are gone if you if you drink water while reading books you're gonna just tear all the pages out and that's what happens every time that that's the progression basically of uh if you give a mouse a cookie um, it's it's the same general plot. Yeah, if if you drink, if you give a reading man a faucet of water, <laughs> he will tear the pages out of the book to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. then, then, the, then, no, then no, I guess the, the pl- book's over. Yeah. Wait, no, no, so the plot gets skipped around because he's still reading it like it's the same book, but just it clearly like shifts between pages. And so, like, you take the initial thing, and it's like, Margaret, you used to be so nice, and now you're dead. And and so, like, but it loses all of its, like, emotional weight. And so that's really, it's not like, oh, hey, that's silly because it's such a sharp turn. It's actually now very dramatic because it's like, oh, now it's a mystery book. That's how how you were reading it uh, at the start because, remember, it's like, Margaret, you used to be so nice. And now you're dead. And so it actually it reverts it back to the original tone. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is that that chapter was actually supposed to be read the other way. It's just like, <laughs> Margaret, you're so funny. You're killing me. You're going to leave me dead. And that's how that part was supposed to be. But now you changed all the connotations all up. Hey, is Drew, that the whole? S- yeah. Uh, yeah. What was I about to ask you? Oh, yeah. So we got the computer working over here. Oh, did Nice. Yeah, well, we got it working kind of, but then our second fear happened, which was that Antonio had a password. Um, okay. So we don't know what his password is to get into his computer. <laughs> and so we also can't get the thing to like reset so that it doesn't remember that Antonio ever had it. Uh-huh. And every time we go into the thing to try to do it, it... It says, oh, yeah, okay, so we can reset your PC uh, and just remove all of the old old files and stuff and just kind of start fresh. And then when we try to do it, it says, oh, hey, you don't have enough space on this computer for us to get rid of it. To do that. And I don't understand what that means. <laughs> Why is there too much? How come we can't get rid of stuff? Uh, you I guess it's the equivalent of like you're trying to clean out a closet and it's just filled with like 30 full body pillows and then you just yeah. are in there and so you can't get the pillows out because the door is closed and you can't no. move. Is that like why Why yeah, won't it, it let me get rid of everything? 
Yeah, it won't it won't let you do it because it has to create a partition that is just the operating system so that it can move the system files over to there while it's deleting everything else on the computer. Ah. But it needs enough room to do that, which is, you know, like about like twelve gigs or so. Like it's a good amount of space and it needs to like push it into like so to keep it in the analogy, it needs a second closet um, of <laughs> Of like not the same amount of space, but enough space for like you know the important body pillows that you know you're going to be putting back in this right, same closet. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it knows that that the body pillow's got to go somewhere. Yeah, like it can't just get rid of this yeah. body pillow because otherwise it's going to actually get rid of the whole closet if it does that. So it can't get rid of this body pillow. Okay. Well, do you know any way around that? <laughs> Yeah, you just need a copy of uh, of a Windows recovery media on a USB drive so that you can begin the installation of Windows again. And from there, you can actually just straight format the hard drive. Now, and that will delete absolutely everything. Do you have that? Uh, I don't have it. I have a way of getting it. But you can also – I think if you just search for it um, because it's – the computer has mm. a Windows 10 product key on it, which is the important thing. Uh, and so, yeah, so it's needed is just the actual flash drive with the operating system on it. Oh, but I'm so bad at all this, Drew. I'm so bad at computers. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, creating you know, Windows. I'm, I'm an old man when it comes to these things. Yeah, dude. You're like, like why do you think I put all my, my body pillows in the closet? Because I clearly don't know where they go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, They're as tall as clothes can be. Surely they go in there. Yeah, yeah. As long as you have a a flash drive, like I'm looking at a step by step guide now. But yeah, I can I can probably get that done in like within an hour. All right. Well, that's probably yeah. what we're gonna need to do. Yeah, just so it can be uh, used. And then yeah, once dude. I get that, it won't change anything about the quality of my recording equipment because that's yeah. mostly based on my internet. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking and so of which, now there'll just be two computers using the internet down here at the same time. So it will always yeah. make my quality much worse. Indeed. This is why it's not that uh, as a comedy podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. 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 Six minutes. Drew. <laughs> mm. Why have you done that? Because <laughs> it's, it's part. At this point, it's a running bit. I almost have to do it to keep the show consistent. Man, it, but normally I can pick up on when it happens. Yeah, I know. Well, well, the I thing is, such a dense, stupid motherfucker. Well, yeah, I guess was, I'm. Because I was gonna, I was gonna segue. I was gonna try to naturally segue into the fact that I went to Pop Fizz, the little soda shop. <laughs> Yeah, over near where you work, and I was going to talk about all the crazy, fun, different kinds of soda I bought, but now I don't want to. <laughs> so I'm no, gonna, I don't. No, I don't want to talk about my day. I don't want to talk about what I was doing. <laughs> Apparently, I already have. <laughs> so I, now it looks like I didn't do anything. Recording on Valentine's Day, people are just like, "He just sat at home on his computer and he's talking about tits on Dead or Alive." That's all he's doing. <laughs> That's all he's doing. He's talking about faucets and wine. I didn't drink wine by myself and then throw myself into a closet full of body pillows so I could replicate what human warmth feels like. If that's what you're getting at, ass. I for, I for damn sure didn't read a book. That's absolute. Are you kidding? <laughs> that's absolute. 
Are you kidding? Well, this is why this not that, as Drew told me. Um, and and we're a very funny pi- uh, comedy podcast. <laughs> Drew, tell them why. <laughs> why. Tell them why we're funny. Tell okay. them why we're a funny comedy podcast. You know, you know that thing where you have to make a decision that you know, everyone does it, um, except yeah. for I don't know some. What, I've already trailing off of what's a good line of thought. Um, the reason our show is funny, like take, uh, oh, this is an example I gave uh, to my friend uh, uh, Marky as he was giving me a haircut earlier this week. Um, I was, uh, I was, I was describing the show to him, and I'm like, so imagine you're at a restaurant, right, and you're getting appetizers, and then like, oh, hey, salad or soup, and, and so like we would ask you, for example, it's like, hey, why salad and not soup? And like that's how like you would normally you know parse that that situation you come across. But the way that the show works is we will be like, all right, so I'm going to give you some context here. You don't have any teeth, and you hate vegetables at all. You hate them. Yeah. You hate them on a moral level. You find them repugnant. So in that situation, why do you still choose the thing that I've now made it so that you have to sort of argue against it? And so it's just it's like it's like living your daily life, but with like added weight. And difficulty for like an arbitrary reason, for like no real good reason, but it is there all the time. That sounds a lot like my ex-wife. What's the uh, <laughs> what's so I um so crazy thing about this episode is that this episode was uh, talked about way way in the in the past, but now we're finally yeah. in the present. Um. And with that being the case, I have forgotten entirely what the what the the lead in question was and who asked it and what and what that was all about. So <gasps> that's why I had it written. Okay. Okay. There we go. All right. So, so I do I have the lead in. Oh, uh, is it because, for me or did I ask you it? Um let me look at the previously done episodes and figure that out. Uh bam, bam, bam. All right. Um, okay, so the last one was sanitation. Um, that one started off. That that one started with wind decks and not wind int. So that means that I gave the teaser for this question because I know for a fact you asked me about that dexterity versus intelligence. Fucking oh, DDS. Yeah. Okay. I also uh, before we get into the show, which is the reason all of us are here. Uh, I'm listening to Dipped in Folly, uh, which is also our intro track. So guess what, bitches? So are you. You're also listening to this. You have no choice. Oh, hey, that uh, you bitches. Yeah, fucking got him. And Daniel has commented on Jack's song at the five-second mark, asking him, so we have an answer if whether or not Jack plays magic. And it turns out uh, that he does not. And that's it. It doesn't get any more interesting, but it does remain uh, at a constant amount of the case. <laughs> yeah, I'm crazy. Um, so what's the question that you... <laughs> I'm fucking wild. Let me tell you, Drew, this particular soda I got is very interesting. Is it? Yeah, but I'm still not going to tell you guys what it is. Better not, because we have moved on. We have moved on from your day. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> More than one day. <laughs> My favorite thing. 
is uh, so so this leading question. I actually, when I was writing up questions for the show, I uh, I I happened to rewrite it because I completely forgotten about the fact that we do teaser questions and I forgot like half the format of the damn show. We've been yeah. off for like two months. Um, okay, Daniel. All right. So to start us off, um, you are on a strict deadline, and mm-hmm. not in the sense that like your boss is going to be a little upset, uh, but it's you will die if you don't oh. come up with a way. Uh, let's say you, you, Daniel, are in an Iron Man situation. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I'm fucking up the thing. Um, except, uh, okay. okay. No, no, all right, so you're in an Iron Man situation. All right, you're, 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 you're being taken hostage, um, but you've learned that tomorrow the next day from when this event's taking place, you're just going to be set free. There's no downsides. So, oh. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, if I can just make it another day, they're they're playing and you have no reason to think that they are like, that they think you you can hear them. So they're being like sneaky about it. It's absolutely assumed to be legit that tomorrow you're just going to be let go. Free to live your life. Do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. But you've got the, the Iron Man machine like built. Like you've been working on it, uh huh. And so, with that in mind, Daniel, the the question uh, that was originally asked back on December fourth uh, to lead in our episode on time is why do today not put off until tomorrow? Um, I think I think that it is important mm-hmm. to. And and this is advice I would give to anybody for any reason. <laughs> and I think that it is important <laughs> that that even it, it's 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 what's the what's the what's the example I'm looking for here? Uh, say that I know that my great grandmother, when she dies, is going to leave me her gigantic house and all of that money. Yeah. Does. And with that knowledge, does that mean that I should just outright stop working and stop being a productive member of society because I know that I'm going to have everything just just outright handed to me? Absolutely not. No, because you know what that means is that that I'm yes, I am alive, but am I really living? And especially like if I'm doing if, if I'm essentially Iron Man and I'm making yeah. like the big Iron Man suit. Yeah. And and then I do it. Yeah. I don't know if you recall what happens after he builds the Iron Man suit, but the dude just becomes crazy, crazy uh, uh, billionaire and yeah. incredibly popular. Uh, he was a billionaire before. That's actually the reason he was there. Well, yeah, and I'm managing to do this without being a billionaire. So imagine everybody's shock and awe when when dink ass old Daniel with his stupid fifty Magic the Gathering decks and hats with his own name on it comes crawling out of the woodwork with his giant Iron Man suit, going, "Guys, I don't know if you knew this about me with my like seven or eight years Pizza Hut experience, but I have engineered a mega suit." <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to mess with your flow. But are are 
are are you taking the setup as that you were a paycheck to paycheck Iron Man? <laughs> like in your in your in your in your sequence of events, you are it's I've given you that you're you're Tony Stark and you've been, you know, hostage taken. But other other than those events and the Iron Man suit, other than that, it's just you. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> If it was if it was like Iron Man, it would just be identical to Iron Man. It's just you know I'm gonna do the things, I'm gonna do the Iron Man things. But the, but the fact that I don't already have a billion million dollars, that's even more of a reason to keep working on it. Because like no, I'm gonna set this future for myself. I don't need them to just say, hey, you can go and you can live and do whatever. No, I'm gonna fly the fuck out of there, and I'm gonna fly my ass right back to my next shift as a cook. At my local Pizza Hut, and I'm gonna use my crazy fire hands and feet to cook me up some delicious thin crust Supremes at an affordable price. I'm gonna do that. I, I will. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Oh god. The uh, the the layers. Why would the, <laughs> why why would the why would the terrorists take hostage? Uh, an Iron Man who makes <laughs> who makes a, like a pizza salad. They're like, you know who's going to pay? Pizza Hut does not leave no, a man behind. Hold on a second. Let me let me give you some information on why I think terrorists have been doing it wrong all this time. <laughs> and and this is like I don't want to give any good ideas to terrorists or whatever. But you know what terrorists always do? They always go for just the biggest thing. They want to have they want to have like the biggest effect and the biggest bang. And I get it every time. Yeah, they, they, it's just like, hey, you know, I want to destroy this big old monument or this thing that means a lot. But if you just have like a couple of rural towns in like <laughs> Alabama just getting like blown to shit, nobody's going to feel safe at that point. It's because it's like, you know what happens whenever there's a big terrorist attack? You get like everybody that's like underneath uh, uh, North Carolina just going, ah, oh, thank goodness I don't live in such a big city like that. But you just have like some motherfuckers blowing up like the shell gas stations over. It's like you're going to make because the people in the South are paranoid as shit. You're going to get much worse reactions out of them. It's it's clearly it's clearly this uh, the the traditional terrorist method of this, you know, this binge and purge uh, uh, terrorist attacks lifestyle. It's just not sustainable. You just can't make it. Yeah, it's not sustainable. It's and it's the same thing that I that I keep saying about like it's it's you can't. It's like Wizards of the Coast. You're not. You, they can't keep themselves afloat just constantly releasing these master sets. No. If you keep releasing these masterpiece sets or whatever, it's going to eventually lose its value. Yeah. It's why you just need to space out your attacks. Aim. It, a little lower. <laughs> Which is it's it's well, the thing to say. The thing that you'll learn, you'll talk to any nutritionist, and they'll tell you this: it's you don't want to. I will. You don't want to have you know uh, like one big meal at like the end. You want to you want to be constantly. You, you space it out. Snacking you need to have you need to have a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner if you really want to get your radical views <laughs> across. <laughs> To, to people that you see as in, in, in inferior and repugnant. Uh, <laughs> and that's and that's another... I'm saying all that just because that's why they would kidnap me. A Pizza Hut employee 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, if terrorists start just, like, nabbing up any random, like, average Joe, it's just absolutely nobody's going to feel safe then. Yeah. It, it's like, you know, you don't have to do it at, at, like, you know, at the parades. You know, just just keep it, keep it low-key, you know? Just chill. <laughs> and here's another thing. If, if there are any terrorists listening to our podcast... We do, which, our, one of our no, biggest demographics is... Uh, oh, no! <laughs> Please, you know, that would be the worst that's, news. That's, it's just like, oh wow, we got two thousand views, and it's like three of them are our friends, <laughs> and everybody else is just different terrorists. It's cells. all just Hezbollah, man. We, it's actually, I'm looking at, the, <laughs> you know, I'm actually, I'm looking at the, looking at the SoundCloud uh, analytics right now, <laughs> man. Uh, I hate to, I hate to be the bearer of this bad news. It turns out, uh, yep, yep, seventy five percent. This little pie chart it just says terrorists right here. Uh, oh no! Yeah, I was wondering what that what that meant. They, <laughs> like, they buy a lot. I'm of like, why does SoundCloud just have this? <laughs> why does they just have this here? I'm just I'm I'm surprised that they just list their name. All of their names are just terrorists. That's just that's what their SoundCloud account's called. Well, it's important, and it's the same reason why a lot of them wear the masks and stuff. It's just you have the one the one identity. You don't. There's no individuality there. You want to make it look like everybody's of a hive mind, so everybody's willing to do the um, the the same type of things. I don't know why I'm going so much <laughs> into like the psychology of how and why terrorists do their we're things. We're not trained to and do the thing that. Is we're live recording, and it's just. And I know if government, if you happen to be a listener to our podcast, please understand that that. That when I say that I am a nobody that lives, like, in in a, a, a fine part of Georgia outside of the city limits, please know that that's true. And that I'm not part of some underground <laughs> terrorist cell. Because I'm really not. If you were to barge in here, you you would be disappointed twice. Because one, you'd realize I'm not a terrorist, and then you would see the things I own, and you would just be disappointed in me. Well then, <laughs> how, <laughs> flip side, you'd also have the Iron oh. Man suit because you're still a week, paycheck to paycheck Tony Stark in this joke. And so they're hey, like, oh, I hey. gotta get to work somehow. <laughs> my car, my 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 tires you know the- for the specific car I drive are really expensive. <laughs> I can't afford them on the type of paycheck I get, so I have to be able to get to work, Drew. Really, you have to be able. That, and that's, I think, I think we hit on a really good uh, economic reality for a lot of people. Is really. At, 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 in your situation, and someone who's like your situation, it's more cost effective it's, to have shooting, Iron yeah, Man You're suit. shooting yourself in the foot not getting an Iron Man suit. You, really, you look at just the co- – I mean like sure, like up front it's a little more, but you look at the, the cost of ownership overall like per year. Also, also, you know, it's – we're like mid-February right now. Everybody's going to be getting their tax returns. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're, not, if you're not putting that into savings and you think, oh, let's just go buy a TV or do something like that, no, it's just – go ahead. Splurge on the Iron Man suit. It's going to be more effective it's in the gonna, long run. You're going you're gonna to be glad you did. Uh, this is why Iron Not Man, this is a specific Iron Man suit uh, <laughs> propaganda podcast where we talk about how great Iron Man Please suit is. Please don't call us a propaganda <laughs> podcast. I'm already worried. Um, <laughs> Drew, you're a real estate agent. Damn. Is everything else Isn't the same? Crazy. Is everything, uh, else, yeah, about everything else about you is the same? <laughs> sure, why not? And you're trying to figure out the best type of of land 
with which to to offer to potential uh, buyers. Yeah. And so when you are trying to set up like the, the best type of real estate, the best land, mm-hmm. why do you do the land after time, not the land before time? This question is from friend of the show, me, Daniel. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Well, so is why the land after time, not the land before time? Um, okay. Uh, I mean, really, if you, if it's 2018, if I'm, if I'm going to try to sell a, you know, a, probably a young couple, uh, you know, newly married, probably in their early mid twenties, if I, and they're, you know, they're excited about home ownership, uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, some, for some reason, like their jobs and whatever have lined up well enough so that they're well off to do that, which is a big step. Uh, why would they why would I think for even a second that they would entertain a house that doesn't or where time doesn't continue <laughs> to pass like on the on the property? Like it's I mean, like, 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 hey, if I was in the market for exclusively with no with no separation selling to like older people who are like I just want like a couple more eons of time where nothing happens yeah, yeah, yeah. just to exist then maybe but if if I'm going to stay me you know other than the fact that I'm a real estate agent selling a plot of land that doesn't contain you know I'm like hey I'm walking them through the house I'm like all right so you see you've got nice you've got nice west facing windows the neighborhood is great. You've got two floors. Uh, it's a it is a uh, three bedroom, four bath. Uh, also, time doesn't occur here within the uh, limits of the within the two and a half acres. Uh, you've got a Ooh, backyard. Well, hold on a second. Yeah, and here, and I finally figured out where I would throw wrenches. Um, <laughs> now you specified that this was like a real young newlywed couple. Yeah, they're like early. Now, if you know anything about about newlywed couples is that they're sappy as shit and they're and they're like <laughs> mm-hmm. all right no 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 i'm, I'm ready through the wrenches because you know i was i was gonna say that like if this was like six or seven years ago you would refer to this couple if you were to see them in public acting the way they are you'd say oh that's gay as hell <laughs> that's how you would just des- you would describe that couple and because they're so well, the newlyweds, I would describe oh, them that way oh. now because now they just are a gay couple. That's just that's accurate. But as hell though, uh, actually, yeah. Uh, in the in the context here, I'm selling to a couple a, a pair of gay married demons. Um, oh, okay. Well, sure. Yeah. And even like, you think they're all they're all they're lovey dovey and stuff. Oh yeah. And so what's you what's people? that what's that type of stupid shit that lovey dovey people say together? They say when I am with you. It is like time stands still, mm-hmm. which is pretty similar to time just not going at all. Yeah. Would that not be a selling point for a young couple that there is no time? I would say no, because especially if you're at the you're at the really you're at the start of the relationship. A lot of people in our age mm. group aren't really uh, they're not getting into the marriage part towards the tail end, right? They're getting there like a couple, like two two and a half millennia in when they're a couple of gay demons. And so 
right. it, it's really there. Yeah, the, when enough time has passed where that kind of thing is leaving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for, well, for demons, it's actually really like just now. Um, and the, <laughs> good it, for them. It's all of their all of their thoughts about the relationship are looking like, oh, we're gonna get this house, we're gonna settle down, we're gonna like, have kids, oh, we're gonna invite people over, we're gonna roast a couple neighbors, like it's a whole <laughs> it's the whole demon spread, and you can't right. do any of that if time doesn't progress because you just get there no, and, and that's true. Yeah. And and another thing to your point, now that we've specified that they're demons, uh-huh. is that a lot of people would consider that the apocalypse, that is when things are over. Mm-hmm. And so anything that takes place after that, a lot of people would probably consider to be like, that's after time. Yeah, like, this sure. is, And it's just like, and you know, when the apocalypse happens, that's when all the demons finally are coming out. Yeah. And, and, and hey, when the demons are coming out, it is a buyer's market. There is not a better time that to buy right. property if you're a demon and gay and married than after the apocalypse. Uh, especially this neighborhood, you've got great access to the pools of lava. Uh, <laughs> I would imagine a lot of a lot of a lot of sinners. There was actually there was a strip club near here. A lot of sinners hang out. Is that a lot of the people? If they were. Uh, religious and they did get taken up to heaven that's a lot of just new houses on the market right there yeah and oh, that's man. a lot of abandoned homes yeah so nope that is that's a good answer time after or land after time definitely better than land before oh, time. for sure good answer for sure i'm killing it okay like christmas soda you thought i wouldn't tell you fuckers <laughs> These fucking <laughs> nerds thought for even a second they wouldn't be told. Okay. Yeah, you're going to listen to Prax and I'm going to tell you about my soda and my day. <laughs> All right, Daniel, uh, this next question comes from a friend of the show, Paul Smith. Thank you, Paul. Mm-hmm. All right. And the way that the question was written, um, just one of the second time it was, it's, it's just misspelled, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw, I'm going to, uh, uh, I pour some creative juice all over these letters here. Um, Pollinate that thing. So with this one, Daniel, you're trying to make a an action-heavy after-school cartoon targeted at like uh, like adolescents, like that, that between six and eleven year old kid. You're you're going after the Dragon Ball Z audience essentially with this one. Uh, American, American or, or American. Or Japanese. Yeah, so it's more. It's, it's oh, okay. More, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's okay, more so we, to, we're toning the shit down and making making it worse. Well, it's, yeah, let's it's, go. It's, it's you're doing something more into like street sharks or SWAT cats. And yeah. Kind of, okay. 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 I got you. I got you. Um, and so, and you've got a, and you've got the title set up. And with that in mind, Daniel, um, I have to call into question your judgment here. Uh, Paul Smith's question is. Why time flies, F-L-I-E-S, which is the proper spelling for uh, the word, and not time flies, F-L-Y-S, as though there were flies that could travel through time? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what a good I'm question. I'm just thinking of time I like this question. Time flies. It's just... And they're just like using their 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 mandible thing that shoots out of their face and like eating's pizza. It's like eating pizza. It's like Bleh. um, <laughs> a lot of the of the animal based kids action cartoons. Uh huh. Um, aside from the the teenage mutant ninja turtles, yes. um, just in general. 
are actually uh, fairly short-lived, and I think I know why. I know why that this is the case. Ooh. Um, street sharks and samurai pizza cats, mm-hmm. and, and any of those other shows that follow that criteria, they are interesting, but entirely unrelatable for people who are the ages of six to eleven. When when you're when you're six years old and you're watching like action stuff, you like action stuff because like oh this is cool. Cause it's like there's explosions, there's a little bit of violence. I feel old. I feel like I feel kind of like I'm an adult. Like I'm getting a peek into that world. And like when you're 11, you're practically like right there. That's why Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles exists, and why it keeps going. Cause it's teenage right there. You get it. Mm-hmm. And like that's the that's the thing that makes it relatable. It's just like oh yeah, cause I know what it's like. The other stuff not so much. Not a turtle. Not a ninja. Not a mutant. I'm a teen though, yeah, I'm a t- and so I just have a show called Time Flies, yeah. and it's just a bunch of flies. It's doomed to go the street sharks. It's just like okay, well, time passes, but I'm not a big fly, <laughs> and and that and that's cool. It's fun that there's the one that wears the yellow backwards hat, yeah. and his name is Crimis, <laughs> and he he likes to play his jazzy saxophone, which shoots out laser beams, and then there's also Ferdinand. Who wears the orange backwards hat? And his favorite thing is he likes to spit, but his his spit turns into like uh, shurikens. And but a thing about uh, children's shows uh, for for that audience is that in addition to the show being action packed and good, it has to be enjoyable. <laughs> it needs to be a fun show. Oh damn! I don't um, think about that. And. S- yeah, it needs to be it needs to be an enjoyable good. And and what what is a common thing that you think of when you hear time flies? Uh what is it? It's it's time escapes you. It's you don't get the time to have all the fun you want. No, time flies when you're having fun. Oh, that's fun. it. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the slogan. If you have it be time flies, <laughs> like F L Y S when you're having fun, that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Time flies that's, when you're having that's fun. That's more of a question. It's time flies. When are you yeah, having it's, fun? Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's time bad, flies. But you have the show, and it's just like, and then you, and so you have all of the people in the show. Time flies. You have them just be like they're regular kids, like by day, but at <laughs> nighttime, flies. at nighttime they go back to the daytime, <laughs> and they and they redo like every bad thing that happened in the day, but they do it cool and they do it in a fun way. And you can actually set it in like a, like a school setting. So it's, it's that thing, you know, how kids, they like to, they relive their days mm-hmm. and they go, Oh man, what could I have done different? So you have a show that's based on a bunch of teenagers going back in time, a day they already did. So like the first 15 minutes is the day, what went wrong. Then they go back, fix it in the 15. And then you get to do all sorts of cool shit with that. And so kids can go, oh, I get it. I have those feelings of wanting to go back. I can do that. You can have a character named Ferdinand and have him have those powers, but he doesn't have to have a million fucking eyeballs. <laughs> you don't have to do it. He doesn't have to die at the end of the episode because 24 hours have passed. You don't have to. You don't have I to do that. Hoping, you just have these. <laughs> I was hoping we would get there. Uh, it's, yeah, I know. It's the, the point I was going to bring up is honestly, it's a show that has to literally constantly deal with its character's mortality would be better suited for teenagers. It really would be just. Well, and nice. this is the thing. Because time flies, you only get one episode over and over because 
they get like one day to live. And so all it is is at the end of that day, they go back to the beginning because they know that if they go any further, they're all dead. That's terrifying. Children cannot handle that kind of thing. That there are people who it's live like their it. actual everyday lives thinking it will be their last because it's just it's just the same monotony. Because the kids yeah. aren't ready for that shit. You throw that on Doug on Disney Channel at like four PM when the high schoolers get yeah, old. But you it, you leave that out. It's like an advanced Vader Invader Zim. And you and then you have the theme song. Time flies when you're having fun. We're all on the run from the cops, but we're not because we just went back and we're stopping the clock and we're rocking out. Jump on a trampoline into our time machine. <laughs> Crimis, Ferdinand, Marcus Fly, Big Bitch Bugler. <laughs> One of those names is Marcus Fly. Hey, are the characters in Time Flies, F L I E S, also flies? It's just, it's just no. a part of the show. Only, like, it, only the one. Only the one is, but that's because he's like the Scooby Doo of the show. Marcus Marcus Fly is the um, and it's another thing because it's like Marty McFly. And so there's like some double jokes. There's a lot of layers. The parents will look at it and go, oh, okay. I kind of get what's going so on. So it here. hits multiple generations. So there's something for everybody. Yeah, because it has like, it has the appeal of like a Scooby-Doo or a Doom Buggy or a Jabberjaw. Like it's the, but yeah. Yeah. And this is just a, uh, this is just a fly. And he, I'm trying to think of how he talks because the Doom Buggy went, <laughs> and Scooby-Doo does his thing. How would Marcus Fly talk? Uh I can't wait for us to go outside today. <laughs> so he just talks That's the Marcus worst. <laughs> he just talks the absolute worst. He makes all the other kids look cool by comparison, making them even more relatable because kids that are 6 to 11 think that they're really cool. They're like, that's the age where they're the type of people where if like they're play fighting and they would die, they go, uh-uh, I had a shield. shield the whole time. It's like, no, man. Yeah, so if you just have one fucking idiot fly going, oh, I can't, what time is it? <laughs> like, everybody seems awesome. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Good question, Drew. No problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else we got here? Uh, <laughs> Let's go into our time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> what the fuck is this question? Okay. You... It's Grimace and... <laughs> Burdene and Marcus Fly. And I'm pretty sure I said Big Bitch Bugler. I don't remember who that was. Um, you know what, Drew? Yeah. Um... I like I like that question, so I think I'm going to ask it because I've been wanting us to get a question about this particular thing for a okay. while. Um, uh, you need you need to tell a story okay. about the lives of of multiple young women and the various things that they go through. Okay. Um, and you and and you want like a like an interesting way to do it. So with that in mind, Drew, mm-hmm. and I and I guess you're writing a book, probably or a movie, some kind of thing. 
you're, 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 it's a story, whatever. It's a story. You're trying to tell it. You, you want to use the thing. It's crazy. Um, so with that in mind, <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole, why yeah. sisterhood of the traveling pants mm-hmm. and not sisterhood of the time traveling pants. <laughs> This is, of course, a question by Paul Smith, who I've now asked two questions from, um, which is good. I wonder if we'll ask anybody else's. <laughs> the Paul Smith episode. Um, I'm trying to. Okay. So it's I have two options, right? Uh, whenever I'm brainstorming mm-hmm. an idea about time traveling pants and the sisterhood that guards them. Um, <laughs> it's it's I can. And the the problem with it is I'm kind of shoehorned into one type of narrative. <clears throat> like um, I I can either go forward where uh, where uh, a dinosaur has eaten man and woman has inherited the earth and it's this utopia. It's kind of sci fi utopia. Mm-hmm. Or I can have the I can have the sisterhood go back in time, back to when women couldn't wear pants, and then it's just them fighting uh, people trying to murder them for their pants. Uh, them getting involved with major historical figures, but it's like this, like it's like it's this big battle epic. And so it's either I happen to go forward in a time where everything's fine and there's no conflict, or I have them go back in a time and it's like nonstop, like action movie, them beating off uh, sexists like, with the pants. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like beating off sexist. <laughs> but, but great for Yeah, but they're like it's it's it's, <laughs> it's like nineteen ten and they're just like and he's like, Women belong in the in the kitchen and she's museum. like and she's like, We belong in a museum and she's like Rah! and she's like slapping him with the pants. And like it it's it's those are novel ideas. <laughs> but I would argue they're not very good ideas. Whereas hmm. As it stands, the sisterhood of the traveling pants is a heartwarming uh, tale about just general sisterhood. Like setting it now in this time, let it just be about uh, women supporting each other, the, the times they go through, the way that their support network nurtures their their livelihood. I got stuff I can do there. It's not all this uh, <laughs> trying to not get put in a museum or, or everyone uh, uh, just kind of enjoying a utopia. Like, it's it's none of that. Okay, so so you think that what the world needs now is, is for a heartwarming tale of sisterhood as opposed to a gut-wrenching tale of... Of of, of uh, rampant sexism and bloodlust, yeah, just rampant, just battle. Uh, 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 it, it really pretty inventive gene based combat. Um, or again, the flip side, literally nothing and just a nice utopia. Uh, yeah, I mean, like when 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 I put it that way, <laughs> uh, it's a uh... now. Yeah. Now, just curious though, because when you tell me that out of the options of a movie, and I get that I'm not the target audience, uh, a movie about just general sisterhood and things being just pretty okay versus an alternate universe and timeline where women have to fight off men with pants and everyone is dying forever. 
Like, why why do you think we need the first movie and not the second one? <laughs> like, what is like? I get that you did it. Yeah. What's the What's the reason? Because like you had these two ideas. <laughs> So what 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 made you think this was the way to go? Because I feel like the second one, on accident, would probably become like a cult classic. Yeah, no, uh, among like some, some pretty like uh, militant feminist groups, and they'd probably love the shit. It's out not of even it. just they they yeah. get all of the imagery and everything. Yeah, it's not even that. I I fucked up and came up with a great idea. Women going back <laughs> to the nineteen tens and kicking some sexist ass with a pair of pants sounds, with their pair sounds of pants. amazing. It the whole yeah. the whole bit is like it's her whole like superhero costume is just jeans. It's just regular jeans, but it's in nineteen ten. Also, <laughs> just the bit of women belong in a museum is extremely funny. <laughs> well, and what happens is they go back in time first, and that's the that's the sister of the time traveling pants one. Uh, and they go back and they beat up all the sexists and like, yeah, you know what? We did it. Like they, they're part of the suffragette movement and all that. They women get the vote, but then in the sequel, they decide to go forward, and it turns out because of them meddling in the past in the future, it's now no longer this woman dominated utopia. And so they have to uh, – women are literally in museums because they've gone extinct. And so now they're historical relics in a oh. traveling pants too. Uh, you want to know why I like this joke yeah. a lot? Um, because it itself uses multiple timelines and and the reason why Sisterhood of the Time Traveling Pants, the first one, <laughs> is a bad idea, even though it is better than Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, is because the sequel that would come after yeah. would completely like throw off mm-hmm. the overall vibe of yeah. it, where Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants doesn't have a sequel because it was just good enough. And you're going to retroactively make your better idea worse. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's like the plot goes like when they first find the time traveling pants, they first go, oh, let's go. Let's go ahead and just, you know, go to when times are better for us. They go to the future like, oh, nice. It's a utopia. And they're there. And then but, you know, like they're just like, oh, well, there's nothing for us to do here plot wise. Uh, and then they eventually get fed up and they, they, you know, they just want some excitement. So they decide to go back. Uh, further in time than when they started to see like how hard things used to be and be part of that fight, which turns into an actual like epic Lord of the Rings scale battle uh, with all these people just wielding pants and beating and beating sexes to death. Uh, and so like, I feel like just the amount of puns you can work into there. Yeah, like it's a, there's a whole thing, but it's it's they do that, you know, like oh hey yeah, we just wanted to we wanted to kill some time, have some fun. And then in the sequel, you see the ramifications of it. it's like the whole vibe. Yeah, it, it really, um, <laughs> it really kind of sours the the rest of the stuff that happens. Now I get it. I've seen the newest Star Wars movie. I know what happens. Yeah. I, I know this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we've been around. We've seen a couple movies. <laughs> if anybody is listening to this podcast, they probably don't believe it. <laughs> man, I hope. I hope. <laughs> oh man, because I've never seen a film. <laughs> That's not true. I've seen Road to El Dorado, but I've I've already made mention of that, yeah. and that is yeah, we um, talked about that a uh, good bit. Um, Daniel, I'll do it again too. <laughs> bitch, you'll fucking try me. I, <laughs> um, Daniel, you are a chef. Um, you are preparing a meal for that happens to me a lot. Yeah, you're, you're cooking up. <laughs> you're that. cooking up a meal for a. Uh, let's put you in the uh, in the in the in the medieval ages, and you're and Ooh, you're, cook, okay. and you're cooking for a king. And hmm. 
the the benefits of your life, you know, is you, since you do cook for royalty, your life is pretty great most of the time. Um, however, th- currently, uh, and the other thing that you know about your king is he he loves his spices. He loves his uh, his little herbs and stuff and all of his food. He is he's a big thing. He has a big thing about it. And you know that your predecessor was actually uh, uh, beheaded for not cooking uh, the food to the to the liking of the king. Hmm. Now, in this situation, uh, the king has surprised you. He's wanted a midnight snack. You've been awoken from your chambers, and you've got to prepare a midnight snack for him on the spot. Gotcha. Now, with that in mind, Daniel, the question that friend of the show, me, has for you, thank you, me, is why short on time t-h-y-m-e not short on time t-i-m-e given that the king you're preparing food for is very spice focused why would you rather be short on the spices you need instead of short on the time to prepare the meal um the the king has he he likes a fair amount of spice Mm -hmm. and and i understand that um but Here's the problem, and and I I got this from my old self, uh, my old self, my old biblical self, okay, um, uh, Daniel, yeah, in that the king, like he he is all he always gets hungry. He he gets hungry practically daily, and every time he says, "What what do these cravings in my body really mean?" What are these things that I'm seeing? And then these people, they keep preparing these meals. All of these 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 chefs, they come in. And you know what they do? Hmm. They keep giving the king exactly what he wants. They keep just saying, oh, it, it, this is a prosperous meal. This is, this is a great meal with, with, an, with, an effer, with, a, with a big, ever-flowing bucket of spices. Ooh. And then he's just like, ah, oh, I love spices. This is good. But then, when he, but then he partakes and he says, hold on a second. This isn't actually what my – this isn't real. You're just giving me this because this is what I want. But is this what my body is actually craving? Similar to the dreams that the king would have in the Bible mm-hmm. of just people would come in and say, oh, these are good dreams. These dreams mean that you're going to be prosperous. And the king would say, what the fuck? No. <laughs> it's like he keeps eating this stuff, yeah. this, these spicy foods, and then he always has this ill feeling afterwards because he has eaten nothing but spices for what I assume is his entire uh, reign as king. And so he awakes me from my chambers and, and I say, no, it is 12 o'clock. This is a midnight snack. I know what, I know what the King's body needs. I understand what the King's body needs. Spices are not a thing that you eat right before you're about to go back to bed. No. You put some garlic cloves in there. You put some other things. <laughs> you you take some saltine crackers and you crumple them up mm-hmm. and do a bowl, I assume. You take some carrots, slice those over the crackers, dice them too. <laughs> Get them all ground in slice there. Slice them and dice them. Slice them and dice those carrots and the saltines and I think garlic cloves I said yeah and then so you know something really calm something that will that will that will let your stomach know okay I have been nourished but you don't need to sit up and prepare because I you're eating nothing but some a bunch of spices this is all just natural 
granted spices are as well <laughs> but these are all these are all just good good vegetables with with all the nutrients you need uh like everyone knows that that carrots contain um a hefty amount of melatonin so <laughs> which is which is um the most blatant lie i've probably told on this show thus far but you chop up a couple of them the the melatonin uh-huh. carrots specific type found in the kingdom um Put that in there and you give it to him and the king he's gonna look at you he's going to say he's and he will be upset but then after he eats it and he's actually processed what you are telling him with your recipe and your food he will say oh i have been a fool i have i have been damaging to my own yeah. self daniel you have you have shown me what it truly means I now understand the visions in my stomach that I've been having every day. Yeah. I didn't need all those spices. I needed the saltines, the garlic cloves, and the melatonin-filled carrots that exist within the kingdom. I have been, I have been appropriately uh, uh, nourished. I will now, I will now uh, revert to my chambers, <laughs> and I shall. <laughs> And I shall sleep, and then you will be rewarded. And then eventually, all of all of his um, his like sidekicks are going to get jealous, and they're going to say, "Hey, King, you should pass a new law that says no one's allowed to use those carrots." You know, just to show that they respect you. And then he'll say, "That makes sense." And then I'll just keep making those carrots because that's what I make. And then he'll say, oh, "I've been I've been turned into a fool. Throw him into the lion's din din." <laughs> I- I don't know why you felt the need to make the canon of Daniel, the king's chef, fit into Earth, where melatonin carrots don't exist. But I like that you took the extra narrative step to establish why people don't find melatonin carrots in their day-to-day. Um, <laughs> well, it's really just – it's um, it's my cool way of saying that I, I don't believe that the events in the Bible are true. It's my it's this is actually like my really edgy way of saying she's like the Bible's nothing but a bunch of lies. Melatonin carrots, sure, whatever. Are melatonin <laughs> carrots in the Bible? I don't think that's a thing. No, no, they're not. But I, it's 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 a very okay. convoluted, ludicrous analogy for how I feel about religious practices as a whole. And I'm only saying that because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> As we all know, melatonin carrots are just an allegory for God. <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah. Um, so who asked that question? That was me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> hey, I really nice. like this question. I don't really know how to preface it. Um, then don't. So, oh, no, I'm going to. I'm going to try to. Uh, let me, let me do a little itty bitty bit of research real quick. I'm going to put this USB in my mouth. Uh, Mm, I eat it. I'll eat all the files and I'll gain them in my body. Then Mm -hmm. if I'm checked at like an autopsy, they can extract all the files. Um, uh, (laughs) oh man. Uh, Okay. Uh, it's too much to read there, so I'm not going to preface it. Um, (laughs) Drew. I told you. I told you not to. Yeah, I know, I know. You were right. And that's on me. Josh asks, friend of the show, Josh asks, 
Ah, true. Why 60 second sirs and not Minutemen? They're more polite. They're more, uh, they have more formal training. The 60 second sirs? Yeah, that's why they're called sirs instead of just men. Uh, okay. Well, good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now I did see that the Minutemen were were something that had to do with like colonists or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, that kind no, of it, shit that I don't know anything about. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a military thing, but it's uh, it's just I like the politeness that the sixty second sirs provide. Um, also, there's there's a third uh, word in it, and so there's more alliteration. You look at Minuteman. There's two M's. Oh, cool, big fucking deal. Sixty second sirs has four actual S's, and with that X, that's really a fifth S sound. There's just way more alliteration happening. It's more exciting word. And the thing about it is, is that that. It's um, Minutemen is actually just just one word. It's, mm-hmm. it's Minutemen. Yeah. And, and 60 Second Sir is like, you got a space. That already makes it feel important. And the way that he has it, it's, it's hyphenated. It's 60 yeah, Second Sir. Yeah, and so it's just, it's elegant as fuck. No, you're right. Yeah. Minutemen yeah. suck. Yeah. And whatever they did in, in, in history. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose. I'm going to, here, when, while you're asking me the question, I'm going to read this a little bit. Okay. Uh, the next question, Daniel, is you are a businessman, and the business you do is that you are in the business. Uh, you you are um, uh, you're the head of a company that makes like medicine and very important technology that keeps people alive. Like you have a very important big man job, mm-hmm. and so and so you being on time for meetings and you being punctual is of the utmost importance. Uh, and and so that it also you so you have personal stakes in it. Also, your entire family is dependent. Uh, they are on the machines and on the prescriptions that your company makes. And so you also are personally invested mm-hmm. um, with being on time and punctual. And so with that in mind, a uh, friend of the show, Mackenzie Nation, asks. Thank you, Mackenzie. Uh, she asks, why leave the clocks set and not go with daylight savings? So daylight savings time is about to happen, and you're like, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to change my clocks. I'm going to ignore the changes that my phone makes automatically, even though being on time constantly is so important to you. Um, here, here's the, 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 the main, the main issue I have with that is because that implies that at any point I clock out of my job. I, I care so much about my family I care so much about this thing that I put all this work into. This isn't this isn't a nine to five. This is a twelve to twelve, or a, yeah. a, a zero to twenty three fifty nine. Whatever. Yeah. If you're on that, I don't have the time, literally, to clock out of my job. I do mm-hmm. not have the time to dedicate to turning my clock forward or turning my clock back as automatic as it may be cell phone wise. I don't have the time for automatic changes. I am manually keeping my family alive, keeping the world alive with Mm -hmm. what did you say I'm doing? I make medicine. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're the head of a company that's a medicine and important technology company. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the head of medicine and, and all that. Uh, <laughs> another thing is, is just in general, if you're like the head of a company, you're paid salary. So you don't really have to clock in or clock out just in general. You just, <laughs> it's just, you know, 
you can kind of just go and and leave just so long as you you show up. Yeah. And I'm the head. Like, who's gonna write me up? <laughs> it's, like, it's like the fuck. <laughs> it's, it's whoops. I'm an hour late because daylight savings. And I laugh to myself as all of the people below me in my company just kind of fake laugh along with me because they don't want me to fire them. <laughs> it's like no, it's it is. I am both the hardest worker in that whole place. Like I deserve to be head, but also mm-hmm. I'm the head. I I don't give a fuck. Gonna, gonna, if they want to they want to talk to HR, guess what? They won't have enough time to get the papers in there. They'll be out. I'll fire them for no reason. I'll do that. Nobody's going to tell me what I can and can't do at this company. I had. It's it's all done via machine. <laughs> I only need like four or five really sad adult men there. <laughs> and then we can get that thing going as long as we can. But even then still, I don't clock out. I don't have a reason to because I love my job, but also understand my position of power. So, so it's more so like you wouldn't really be late for a meeting because you would because you never clock out. You wouldn't be like, oh, let's meet tomorrow at eight. You'd be like, let's meet in three hours, and in three hours doesn't change based on daylight savings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like there are ways to like if I if I tell you guys, hey, come in at like eight, yeah. and then and then they show up at at what is essentially nine their time. Yeah. That's what I call it. <laughs> they show up at nine o'clock their time. And so so I say, I told you guys to be here at eight. And they said, oh, well, sir, it was daylight savings time. And I'd be like, well, I'm going to be saving you guys a lot of time. You're all fired. (laughs) Get the fuck out of my goddamn factory. And then I just hire the next five very sad adult men while I sit in my office smiling at the sun as it smiles back. And it's just... I am. I have worked for my ability to be this much of an unrelenting ass clown. I like that in the context. Your guy still makes life saving medicine, and like that's it. I didn't give it like, oh, you're not like a diversified conglomerate. You just make life medicine and nothing else. And the character's still just a dick. Well, here's the thing. It's like, you think I give a fuck about how, like, the five sad men that I have working there feel (laughs) when I am literally saving billions upon billions of people? No, the lives of five sad adult men is negligible in the grand scheme that I have envisioned and taken by the reins because of my my nonstop dedication to my job for I never clock out for the it's it's all of the the windfall profits you were able to get after making that Iron Man suit yes this is this was my next step (laughs) (laughs) this is this is what happened. <laughs> but no, if I if I never clock out and or am paid salary and also am the head, I don't have to turn my clocks back. I don't have to do that at all. <laughs> Not good. Uh, <laughs> Those five sad adult men. What the hell? <laughs> okay. 
It shouldn't have been late. If they're full, if they're full grown adults working at what I have to assume is like a billion dollar company, just be on time. <laughs> you clearly had to work hard to get there. Drew, I think yeah. we got time for like one more question and then, right. and then, oh no, we have to at least do two. Cause I got to ask you for the next week's show. Oh wait, no, next week's oh. show is the weird. What is it? Lost Logan's. Okay. Yeah, legal slogans. Legal slogans. Oi, oi, oi. I'll think of one. But uh, first, I'm going to ask you this. You you are a little out of the loop. You okay. have not been following a lot of the, the current events. You're not up with the current trends. You, okay. you don't know what's really happening in the world. And and you need to approach, uh, you, like say like you're at an airport, there's nobody else there. Say you're an, a janitor at an airport or whatever, and you're like, "What? What is happening in the world? What's like the the big things that everybody's talking about or has talked about? What made the biggest impact?" And there are two magazines to pick from. So, <laughs> Drew, why the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition and not Time Magazine? This question is a reverse question that I switched around by Justin Jessel. Thank you, Justin Jessel, friend of the show. Friend of the show, thank you, Justin Jessel. Um, okay. Why the Sports <laughs> Illustrated Swimsuit Edition? Not Time. Here's the thing, man. Time Magazine, like the things that are on the cover of Time, make headlines and and you know make waves in a broader sense than just the magazine, right? But other than that, I don't know, nor have I met, nor have I heard of. A single human being that subscribes to and diligently reads or even looks at Time Magazine. (laughs) And that is not anywhere close to a joke. That is just the how it is. No. So it's genuinely, in my experience, the only time I ever see Time Magazine is when somebody on Facebook posts the cover of Time Magazine and saying, look, I can't uh-huh. believe this is their cover. But then nobody yeah. ever talks about as, the article. As far as I can prove, Time Magazine has a cover and a back. And, nothing <laughs> in, and that's and what that is. I'd still need proof of the back. Yeah. it's As far as I know, it's just a front and you flip it around and it disappears. It goes away. <laughs> And so with that in mind, I know the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition has at least other pictures in there. And even more to the point, uh, it's there. They they have they know they have a captive audience. They know that people are going to come and they're going to be with that, uh, that swimsuit edition for a while. And so you're looking at like a being informed as a way to be relatable to my fellow man. People just are going to be more aware of what's in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition than what's inside a Time magazine because I don't know a single person that could tell me what's in a Time magazine. I doubt there's anything in there to begin with. And so I, if I'm trying to be informed, I'm trying to I'm trying to you know know some of the same information that my other you know fellow humans know. I'm gonna fucking try to guess what kind of paradox exists within the covers of a Time magazine. I'm gonna waste my time. I'm gonna. That's why it's called that. Because it's gonna, a waste of. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna open it and then be unmade from reality as I'm sucked into a vortex <laughs> just behind that cover. No, I'm gonna look at the cover and I'm gonna look at the Sports Illustrated cover. I'm gonna notice that it has pages in it. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna flip through. Fucking, fucking easy. 
And another Daddy. thing about it is just in general, the things in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, like even if you were to somehow open up a Time magazine and read it, if that were possible, yeah. and you go up to a random person at the, at the airport and you say, hey, I read this article recently. It stated that like uh, – and then it's just like the, the profits that a teacher makes in the year has dropped down like 30 percent. And they'll say, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's, yeah. I don't – it's like I don't know. I don't know what the proof is there. I don't know the sources, and I, I don't care about teachers. Not that I have a problem with them. I'm just doing other stuff. But if you go yeah, up to a person and you say, I've seen a woman before. They have a body. They'll say, oh, yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's a real conversation. That's, that is at least you and that person. You could, you could do that to anyone. That's like, a real connection. Yeah, that's, that's a real, real connection, connection because they can they can relate to that. They say, "Oh yeah, I've seen some of those." <laughs> yeah, I, I've read about them. I've read about them in Not Time magazine, and it's just like, to, and even then, like you could just you. Could, I was reading people. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> you flip over the cover and it's just like men. Hmm. Let me read it. Oh, look, there, there's some, some people are men. That's wild. Next one is a doctor. Ooh, did you <laughs> doctors? Fucking crazy. I love people magazine. There's a new story on every page. Man, there's so much information in here. Ooh, boy. <laughs> Isn't that reality? You open up time and it's like seven forty-eight. Ooh, what is that? Oh Lord. <laughs> Man, death would be great. Um, so, so, Daniel, this next question uh, comes from friend of the show, Joshua Hendricks. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Um, uh, in the context I'm going to give for our last question before we uh, get the, the teaser and go to the outros and stuff. Yum. Um, you were trying to inspire a close friend to take their life by the reins and do what they want to do to like do this next big project, ask out this person, whatever. And you got And you've got like the perfect, uh, uh, phrase for them to inspire them to take the action now yeah, and not just wait. Um, with that in mind, I'm going to flip his around because I fucked up the setup. It seems to just be how it always. Um, but with that in mind, uh, ju- the question that was uh, sort of asked by Josh Hendricks is why the present is just one of many equivalent times, not no time like the present. Um, I think that my real answer would just be. Oh, yeah, no, this is good. Let's get a real one. Yeah, my real answer to that would be the present is just one of many equivalent times because people people who say hey you need to you need to live for the present and then mm-hmm. you know what that ends up doing if you don't word it the right way and it's the main reason why like if people come up to me and and they're sad like i i would never tell a person oh things are going to get better cuz i don't fucking yeah. know that i'm not going to lie to you i'm not going to say yeah no things might not things might for some reason for you get a lot worse just for no mm-hmm. reason, with no control of you or anybody else, and and that's just a thing that can happen. Um, and so I I would never say there's, there's no time like the present because that could be the worst thing. Like if somebody's depressed and they're like down on their yeah. luck, 
I'm not going to say there's no time like the present. <laughs> Blow their brains out. <laughs> kind of like that. They're going to say, oh, this is this is the highlight. This is the best. This, this is what it is. I would no. I would just say, hey, listen, today mm-hmm. is is just another time that does exist. It's tomorrow will probably also exist. There have yeah. you 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 will have some days that will be worse, and then you may have days that are even worse than that. But I know that today's here, and they will mm-hmm. always exist. Like is there's more days. Whether they get better yeah. or not, you, you got to just go to them. You just gotta you just gotta get into the days. If you don't get into the days, well then there's there's no time like the present. <laughs> it's like that's that's literally it. If, if you keep going, yeah. you'll see. Oh yeah, there's there's multiple presents that I can go to. I can yeah. I can uh, I can go to tomorrow's one, or I have a birthday in like thirty seven presents away from now, and then <laughs> and then that one should be a pretty decent present because you know people will buy me things. I'll be surrounded by positive vibes typically, and it's yeah. like oh good, good that's a good one. Yeah. But it's just no time like the present. Like you better pick a good fucking day to say that shit to somebody. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, that that is either like there the lowest blow that you could deliver to a person, or like, or you set them up forever. And I'm not gonna deal. I'm not gonna try to finagle deal those, those extremes. Yeah, those variances. I don't like because like even if I see that somebody who's like really edge. happy and they seem like they're in a good mood, if deep down something's horrible. And I still say, no time like the present. Even and they'll just laugh and they go, "You're right. I've been thinking about that." Go home and I never hear from them again. I don't, I don't want to be the one that is responsible for that because I blame myself. Because that's what I do. I blame myself if anything bad happens to anybody. This is why I have a medicine <laughs> machine and why I built an Iron Man suit. You made a robot. It's just. it's just it's just what happens it's it it is it is much more relaxing to me to to know that that you know because i also don't want to say people to people like you know every day is what you make of it that doesn't mean anything they and also a million other humans exist to fuck that up like that can also happen (laughs) but to just say listen that until you are dead there are more days. There are more presents that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> so long as you know that, it's. I think it's at least worse. It, you know, stick around for a little bit. <laughs> it's just, you know, see, they see might not all be bad. They could be. Maybe not. Very possible. Very yeah. possible. And if you're around, I'm going to do my best to make sure that they're not like ones that you want to blow your head off to at towards you know whatever (laughs) put a put a day on the record player you know set the mood nice yeah it's like and i will i'm not gonna i'm I'm gonna do the thing i always do whenever any of my friends are real sad and depressed i i make i make jokes i do my regular thing that i do and then i say hey if there's any actual thing you want to talk about let me know if Otherwise, I'm just going to keep doing this stupid shit. And then usually they mm-hmm. say, no, that's why I'm hanging out with you, because you're not giving me hugs yeah. and saying, hey, if there's if uh, I'm so sorry for your loss or any of that kind of stuff, yeah, you know, I can't relate to like your mom and dad dying in a plane accident. 
I'm not going to say that I can. That's fucking stupid. My mom and dad are both alive and divorced. They're technically, and as we said before, they both have gotten remarried. They're more in love than a human has ever been. Your parents died in a plane crash. Bitch, I don't know. (laughs) You don't fucking fucking say, oh, man, I know how you feel. I do not, unless he was a pilot and my mom was a stewardess. Unless you are like the brother of that person. Yeah. And even then, I'm not going to talk to my brothers about like emotional shit. That's gay as fuck. I ain't doing that. (laughs) (laughs) My brother would beat the shit out of me. They'd say, "Uh uh-uh, you get that out of here. Our parents are dead. (laughs) We're just going to use this to make our wives have sex with us because that's the kind of family I have. It's just, we're so sad. (laughs) We we got the the guilt. We call them the guilt drips. (laughs) <laughs> the guilt drips uh, with, with that in mind this is time our next episode episode 14 uh, was a theme uh, so a theme sort of submitted to us by fans and voted on sort of by fans. And it's been a, uh, if you didn't listen to last episode, um, it is uh, our two are tied for first place where uh, the themes were the law and slogans. And so we've elected to combine the two into legal slogans. And uh, Daniel has the teaser for that episode ready to go. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I think this is my favorite law slogan I've seen. Uh, where is it? Where is it at? Um, oh gosh, gosh, gosh. Ah, here it is. Um, uh, yeah, this law firm has the, the slogan, a large firm with a human touch. And so my question, Drew, is why (laughs) a large firm human touch? (laughs) Not... (laughs) A large firm with a human touch. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I, I wish that it would say who like whose law firm that was, because I would I'll I'll um I'll advertise for any old law firm. I don't care. You gonna buy their shirt? Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, which is the uh, one that we end on? Is it Big on Gordon, or do we end on Dipped in Folly? Uh, dipped in Folly. Mm. Um, uh, with that in mind, that segues real nice. Um, this has been one of this, not that. We do want to give a shout-out to Prax. He does our intro and outro music. Uh, we'll have him linked in the description. Uh, so please check him out. He uh, is kind enough to do music for us, which is great. Um, we do also have merch now on Tee Public. We'll have that site linked as well. Uh, we have several designs up um, for Valentine's Day, which was today, um, of a of a real nice broken heart you can wear around. Um, one of them is a heart that just says "Why this?" On it. It's great. Um, if you've, so if you've ever wanted to yeah. advertise for a show in a way that nobody would understand what the fuck you're talking about, check yeah. out our merch. It's good. It's some good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and again, it, it does let you support the show. I do want to say uh, thank everyone who has already bought merch. Uh, we already have the 
the show's uh, hosting and any of its finances, all that kind of stuff has been covered for already a month, just already, which is awesome. Uh, so thanks for that. Um, other than that, you know, be sure to follow us on uh, on Facebook and on all the social medias. Uh, we do also now the the day after the episodes go up, we have a "So You Think You Can Jokes." Uh, I think I think that is what I'm going to call the segment because it's real nice. Nice. Uh, but it's uh, basically if you either disagree with the stance we took on any of the questions, or if you just think you've got a better argument, we have a a, a thread where everyone can come in and make their better arguments and all the, all of that. Um, if yours is good enough, we may mention it on the show. So, uh, so I guess have fun with all of that. Um, I think that's all of the all the housekeeping. Uh, so, with that in mind, uh, as we always say, uh, um, bye. That's a good bit. That's a good episode, I think. I felt good doing that episode. Anytime that we can b- uh, bring back, uh, oh god, what was his name? <laughs> Brandannon? Brandannon? Oh, the names of the flies? I can't remember the names of the time flies. Damn it, I really liked them too, <laughs> with their time machine trampoline. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, there's, there's Marcus Fly. Marcus Fly, I think Big Bitch <laughs> Bugler. The Big Bitch Bungler. Ah, damn it. Crimus, Crimus, Crimus. <laughs> yeah, that was Crimus. And oh, Brand, Brandon, Brandon. That's gonna piss me off. Uh, yep. Tpublic.com/slash why this not that. <laughs> Perfect.